This is the She Runs the Show podcast with Cassandra Vaughn, episode number 64, the solo series. I don't know what you heard, but <laughs> here, she runs the show. Hello, hello, everyone. Welcome to She Runs the Show, episode number 64. Cassandra Vaughn here. Welcome to episode number 64. In today's episode, I'm asking a very important question. And uh, this is a solo episode, and we will be bringing back guests pretty soon. So in the next week or two, you are going to hear from some amazing entrepreneurs who have phenomenal wisdom to drop and things to talk about. But we're going to continue with the solo series. So on today's episode, episode number 64, I've got a question to ask you. And here's the question. Do you love yourself enough to leave? I really want you to think about that. Do you love yourself enough to leave? As women entrepreneurs, there are so many challenges that we face, not only balancing time and priorities and babies and life and family and partners and, you know, revenues and budgets and marketing and sales. There are so many things that we find on our plates. So often we overwhelm ourselves and we never stop to ask the question, do I love myself enough to leave. Now you might be saying, well, leave what? What If you're asking me, do I love myself enough to leave? What am I leaving? Let me begin by the quote that really sparked this, this episode. So I saw this quote. I don't remember if it was Pinterest or Facebook, but I saw this quote and it really, it really got me. It got me by the heart, by the soul, because, and I think it's something that as women entrepreneurs, we struggle with doing this. So I want you to listen to this quote, and then we're going to dive into the episode. So here's the quote. When I loved myself enough, I began leaving whatever wasn't healthy. This meant people, jobs, my own beliefs and habits, anything that kept me small. My judgment called it disloyal. Now I see it as self-loving. Kim McMillan. Let me read that again because it's powerful. When I loved myself enough, I began leaving whatever wasn't healthy. This meant people, jobs, my own beliefs and habits, anything that kept me small. My judgment called it disloyal. Now I see it as self-loving. So when I ask the question in this episode, do you love yourself enough to leave? What I'm really asking is, are you leaving whatever isn't healthy for you? Or are you staying because you think that loyalty means sacrificing yourself? That's the thing you want to ask, because especially as women entrepreneurs, we feel pulled in so many different directions. We feel as if we've got to be the best mother, the best wife, the best partner, the best entrepreneur, the best everything. And the reality is, is that there are certain things that we will not be the best in. There are certain things that we will never feel good enough in. And there are certain things that are absolutely unhealthy for us, whether it is external to us, a relationship, a situation, a business partnership, or if it's internal to us, our own beliefs and our own habits. And here's the question. Do you love yourself enough to leave? So let's talk about that because let's, let's just dive in and really think about this for ourselves. Point number one, you know, this is the interesting thing. There are lots of things that are unhealthy in our lives that we refuse to leave. But here's the truth about even the refusal to leave. When it's time for you to leave a stage, a place, or a season, you feel it. Now, you may never act on it, or you may act on it way later than when you feel it. But here's what's true. When it's time for you to leave a place, or a person, 
a relationship, a business situation, when it's time for you to close one business and open another one, you feel it. Because you know what? It no longer fits. You no longer feel connected to that situation. There's always, when you're not supposed to be in a certain place in your business or in your life, there is always an uneasiness with which you linger, but never really stay. Like you're you're on the fence and you're in it, but you're not really there. You're still acting as if you're committed and on the surface you're doing those things, but you're not totally present. So when it's time to leave a stage, a place or a season, you feel it. Not only do you feel the uneasiness with which staying there sort of causes you to feel, you also feel things like envy, anxiety, or frustration because you know it's time for you to go and yet here you are. You complain about it, you moan about it, you tell other people about it, but you're not doing anything to move forward and moving forward is the nature of life. It's what makes us vibrant as individuals, as people. So point number one is this, when it's time for you to leave a stage, a place, or a season, you feel it. Here's point number two. If you don't move to where you're supposed to be, at some point, you will be escorted out of where you can no longer stay. Let me just say that again. I want you to really get this because a lot of people overstay their welcome in a particular season of their lives. And then when they're kicked out, they don't understand why they were kicked out. Let me help you out. If you don't move to where you're supposed to be, at some point, you are going to be escorted out of where you can no longer stay. In other words, at some point, you're going to get kicked out of the nest. At some point, you're going to get evicted from the apartment. At some point, you're going to be forced into some uncomfortable spot and you will not be able to avoid getting out of your comfort zones. If you do not choose to leave a place that you're supposed to leave, at some point you will be forced to do so. I don't know about you, but I would rather do it by choice than by force. And um, that's coming from somebody who has been very stubborn and who has done a lot of things by force and not by choice. I've learned the hard way that, that force is not fun and it has residual impact and collateral damage. And if you can do it by choice, better to do it by choice than by force. So again, if you don't move to where you're supposed to be, at some point you're going to be escorted out of the place you can no longer stay. That includes business partnerships. That includes working with clients who are unhealthy for you. That includes being in family relationships or dynamics that really are toxic to you. You may think that staying is being loyal, but at some point you will be forced out if you do not choose it on your own. So just think about that. Here's point number three. The highest form of self-love comes in loving yourself enough to create a life that brings you joy. Do you realize that there are so many women out there who feel guilty because they feel happy or they feel joyful or they feel passion or they feel sensuality or they feel any number of great feelings? There are women who are feeling guilty because they get to feel good. And here's the thing. The highest form of self-love comes in loving yourself enough to create a life that brings you joy, period, the end. And in fact, you ought to see joy as your responsibility to every person that's, that means something to you in your life, because the more joy you feel, the more joy you can bring to their lives. But we don't usually look at it that way. As women, we tend to look at it, oh my goodness, I'm happy. Oh my goodness, I'm getting a massage. Oh my goodness, I'm taking a couple days to go away by myself. I feel so bad. No, the highest form of self-love comes in loving yourself enough to create a life that brings you joy. 
So let's just ask the question then. If we know that self-love is important, not just to ourselves as women, not just to our lives and our families, if we know that self-love is important to our businesses in general, to the success of our business, because you cannot be ultra successful in business and not love yourself. It just doesn't work that way. At some point, even if you get to a level of success in business, if you don't love you, you're going to sabotage that success. It's going to implode. You're going to lose everything that you've ever built. So creating and cultivating and maintaining self-love is the name of the game when it comes to life and business. So then the question becomes, if we understand that, if we know that self-love is the name of the game, what's keeping us from leaving unhealthy things? Why are we staying with people, places, circumstances, and situations that we know are toxic for us, that we know are unhealthy, that we know are less than what we deserve? Why are we not moving out of seasons that we have long since outgrown. Why? That's the real question, isn't it? Because if you are in a situation that you know is unhealthy for you, maybe you're eating crap every single day because you're working on your business and you're only sleeping two hours a night and you keep saying to yourself every minute that you wake up tired, you keep saying, why do I keep feeding my body crap? Why do I not exercise? Why do I not go to the gym? Why am I not taking care of myself? You keep beating yourself up with all of this criticism and yet the very next day you're doing the same exact thing. Why? Why? Let's talk about it for a second. You know what's keeping you from leaving unhealthy things? You know what's keeping you in toxic environments? Do you know what's keeping you from choosing you day in and day out? Do you know what's keeping you from playing big in the world? Do you know what's keeping you small? Self-doubt. I know we like to blame other people, right? We like to say, well, it's my bad marriage. It's my, you know, my family never supported me. I have an inferiority complex. I was the black sheep. You know, kids made fun of me at school. I don't have enough money to build this business. Um, you know, everybody's always putting me down. I have no support. Yes, you could tell me that story. And I have told that story time and time again. I have spent decades of my life where I've blamed other people for everything I wasn't and everything they were and everything in between. But here is what the truth is. The only limit that you will ever have in life and business, the only true limit you will ever have is you. You. And you get to set the limit. You get to set whether it even exists at all. So if the issue is you are in situations, you're with people, you're in circumstances, you take on clients that are toxic to you, unhealthy for you, and you keep wondering, how do I keep attracting these coaching clients that are toxic to me? It's your self-doubt. It's your belief that you can't have better than where you're at. It's your limiting belief that you can't go beyond where you are. It's your doubt that maybe you, this is just where you're meant to be. Maybe this is the only thing you can afford to have. Maybe it doesn't get any better than this. It is your self-doubt that has you in a place where you feel like you cannot leave unhealthy things. So the moment we call a thing a thing, as Ian LeVanzent would say, the moment we call the truth the truth and we get really real with ourselves about where we are, how do you overcome that then, Right. It's like self, everybody's got self-doubt, don't they? Yes. Everybody feels self-doubt at one point or another, don't they? Yes. Self-doubt doesn't necessarily ever go away, does it? No, not necessarily. So then how do you overcome a thing that may never erase itself from your life? 
How do you overcome a thing that you've lived with for most of your life that you'll probably live with for most of your life? How do you overcome self-doubt? Here's the answer. It's short, sweet, and complicated. Ready? You overcome self-doubt by deciding what you believe. Deciding. Notice I didn't say by believing what you believe. I said by deciding what you believe, which means even if you don't believe it, you're still deciding to put faith in it until the belief comes. So what are you deciding in terms of your belief? You're deciding what you believe about, number one, you. What do you believe about you? What are you capable of? What can you do? What what is possible for you? If there were no limits, meaning you put the limits on you, if there were no limits, what could you accomplish? You decide what you believe about you. You decide what you believe about your value and worth. What are you worthy of? What do you deserve to have? Because you know what? I guarantee you something. If you think that the only thing you deserve in a relationship is to be crapped on and spoken to badly and treated like less than a dog, you will get that every time. Every single time. You decide what you believe about you. You decide what you believe about your worth and your value. You decide what you believe about your future. Does your future look bright or does it look dim? Is this a friendly universe or is this a hostile universe? You get to decide that in every moment of every second of every day. You decide what you believe about your future, about your dreams. Let me ask you a question. Are your dreams just dreams or are they things that you can manifest and make reality? Are your dreams things that... You know, they're in the distant, distant future and maybe you'll get there someday, but maybe you won't. And maybe the only way you'll get there is by some oddball chance that the other shoe doesn't drop, but it always does. I mean, what do you, what have you decided that you believe about your dreams? Are they possible or not? Can you get there or not? You got to make up your mind well before you ever get there. You've got to decide what you believe, whether your belief about it in the moment is intact or not. What do you believe about your dreams? Decide it. And here's the thing. Once you decide what you believe about you, your value and worth, your future, your dreams, then you've got to do only those things. Take only those actions which align with those beliefs, even if your beliefs waver even when you don't feel like it, even when you're not in the mood, even when self-doubt is raging and you feel like you can't even take the next step, you still have to say, wait a second. I've already decided what I believe. And the action I've got to take, whether I feel like I can take it or not, has got to be the thing that aligns with what I decided I believed, even if the belief and the faith isn't there right now. That's how you've got to roll with this. So, All in all, what do I want to say to you? Self-love is critical to success in business. I cannot say this enough. If you don't love you, you may get to a place of success in business. You will not stay there. You will not sustain it. And so I want you to really, for the next couple of days at least, I want you to think about this question and I want you to answer this question. Do you love yourself enough to leave? Do you love yourself enough to leave whatever isn't healthy for you? That means people, jobs, your own beliefs and habits, anything that would keep you small. Do you love yourself enough to leave? And can you see the leaving not as something that is a sign of being disloyal, but something that is the actual living in a state of having self-love for you? Do you get the difference? Because sometimes especially as women, 
we turn loyalty into slavery. We turn our loyalty into slavery. And you know what? Here's the thing. Nobody wants your loyalty if it's under duress. Nobody wants your loyalty if it's because you want to hold something over their head and tell them how you gave up everything for them. Nobody wants loyalty that feels a lot more like obligation than it does anything else. Do you love yourself enough to leave? Do you love yourself enough to get rid of the things in your life that are not healthy for you, that are not loving to you? Do you love yourself enough to do what is best for you so you then can do what is best for everyone else? I want you to think about that question. I want you to think about it. And then I want you to answer the question truthfully. And then after you answer the question truthfully, I want you to deal with your self-doubt. And then I want you to choose differently. Choose differently. And here's the thing. This episode has been all about you introspecting and reflecting and thinking about things. And, you know, here's what I want to say to you. If you know that self-doubt is the thing that's keeping you stuck, whether it's in your business, in your life, pursuing any dream, I want you to go to tinyurl.com forward slash believe 2345. That's tinyurl.com forward slash believe 2345. And I want you to download an audio power coaching session that I created that's called How to Believe in Your Dream When No One Else does how to believe in your dream when no one else does because you know what sometimes the reason we play small in the world is because we don't know how to believe in our dreams when nobody else does we don't know how to do that so if you need help with that go to tinyurl.com forward slash believe two three four five download your audio and begin to listen to it especially as you think about this question do you love yourself enough to leave and then answer the question truthfully and be ready to live the answers to the questions you're asking. I know you can do it. So think about it. Answer the question. Live the answer. I'll talk to you next episode.